Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. We are home. Yeah. (laughs) For a while, a little while. We are spending Tony's birthday week here at home. And our anniversary, too. And our anniversary. And we have been hanging out with friends and it's been super fun. And, you know, on Tony's birthday, we invited some people over and Tony fired up the smoker and made a delicious brisket. I was really both apprehensive and impressed with what happened. So (laughs) we have one of those little pellet smokers and uh, I went to a local butcher shop and got a pretty big brisket. What was it? Like 12 pounds? It was huge. It was (laughs) huge. And literally smoked the thing overnight. Yeah. The next day, oh my gosh, it was so good. It was exactly all the things. Eat my dust, Bucky's. This brisket was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. It had great bark, good amount of burnt ends, and just delicious and tender and fantastic. And we're eating it every day. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. So we are at episode number 200. 200. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I'm going to brag on us just a little bit. We have never missed a deadline with the podcast. We have had 200 episodes every Thursday morning at 2 a.m. Well, on occasion, you accidentally put p.m. and then it comes out at 8 a.m. when we wake up and realize. Yeah, (laughs) wake up and I'm like, doggone it. But yeah, okay. So other than operator error, it's been every Thursday. (laughs) Every Thursday morning at something. (laughs) Yeah, at about 2 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, so 200 times. So we're nearing our fourth anniversary in a couple of months, which will be another celebration for us. But 200 is a good number. I like it. Yeah, and so, you know, we couldn't do this without you. Otherwise, we'd just be two dorks sitting in a room or in a trailer (laughs) talking to ourselves which is what we do quite frequently we do anyway but you get to hear the benefit of that for about an hour a week yeah if you call it a benefit (laughs) there you go (laughs) and so this week we asked for the help of our local friends and while the brisket was on the smoker and everybody was smelling brisket we asked them to sit around the fire and tell us about their favorite places to camp as some of you know who have followed us for a while we moved our home base basically we moved our junk from <laughs> northern california to new mexico and then we basically left right for example our most recent trip has been 50 days on the road yeah we have not really had the opportunity to do much camping in new mexico correct and so we asked some friends to share their favorite camping adventures and Boy, did they come through. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to zip my app now <laughs> and uh, we will play that back. And and the best thing is you can hear the smoker grinding away <laughs> <laughs> without any further ado and with a bit of smoker in the background. I wish this was a, a smell cast, right? <laughs> Here we go to visiting New Mexico. 
Welcome to Tony's birthday candles. Oh, dear. <laughs> and episode number and 200. episode number 200. Ooh, we're sitting around the campfire with some of our New Mexico friends. And since we're sitting around talking about camping anyway, why don't we ask the experts to tell us where we should camp in New Mexico? So welcome. Michael and Mickey. Michael and Lisa. Patrick and Brian. Some of us are more accustomed to talking on a microphone. Now, I guess would be Tony and me because everyone else is like shy and doesn't want to say anything. But just pretend you don't have a microphone with you and just pretend like we're sitting around the campfire just chatting. Last week, we camped with four of the six of the people here. Yes. Or would that be six of the eight? Anyway, <laughs> because Brian and Patrick were not able to join us. They were in New Orleans area enjoying themselves they were eating boudin boudin oh my gosh (laughs) so we all went camping and what i found was the guide references that we had to bottomless lakes said there's kind of not a whole lot to do and boy you guys came through with some epic adventures which we did share on our website but we thought there's got to be a lot to do here in new mexico and since now we encumbered the state with our presences <laughs> maybe we could share some great tips and ideas of things to do and see in new mexico so just to start off i'll say that we camped together at bottomless lake state park last weekend yeah it was and that really fun. was that's close to roswell so we did take a day trip to roswell but then also we took a day trip to a couple other places. I'm going to ask Michael and Mickey to explain because I know the names of the towns, but that's kind of all I can explain. <laughs> yeah, we had some good times. I did a lot of traveling a long time ago throughout New Mexico, so I got some weird knowledge about just some weird different places in New Mexico. Not that Rio Doso is weird, but we had a nice drive to Rio Doso. Beautiful scenery, showed you uh, Inn of the Mountain Gods, beautiful view over the lake. We saw some elk, we saw some deer. You know, I really enjoy it down there because it's the mountains and that's where my heart is. And then of course we swung around to Fort Stanton and that's actually my first time there. That was an excellent surprise. that was. That really was. So Fort Stanton was unusual because it's an old fort and it was also a tuberculosis I guess yeah. get away. Yeah. Yeah. And there was history of both of those there. Yeah. In fact, something that has surprised me, Michael and Mickey have taken us a number of times on journeys through New Mexico. And I think before I got here, you assume, hey, I'm going to the I'm gonna go live in the desert. Yeah. And by <laughs> gosh, there are forests and mountains and skiing and things you may or may not associate with this state. Right. We have all four seasons, and you can be in the desert, and then up in Taos or Santa Fe or Red River within a couple hours. There are these gorgeous forests. It surprised the heck out of me. There was also a really good brewery up there. Right. Oh, wait, there were a few. Right. A handful. (laughs) In fact, the first time that Michael and Mickey took us on a day trip, and we went up toward... Through the Jemez, around through Los Alamos... Calle Valdez. Yes, uh, Valles Caldera. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, dropped it down around through Santa Fe. It's a great loop. As soon as we started to climb up into the trees and stuff, Tony's like, there are trees here? There's mountains? I thought I was just in a big old flat desert. Yeah, so Peggy and I are very different in 
I guess, our appreciation for landscape. Peggy is a desert person, and I'm a forests person. For sure. So I, I do miss redwoods, but there's beautiful forests here, too, which yeah. was a huge surprise. Northern New Mexico is stunning. I mean, it's the it really far southern tip of the Rockies, so that's where we get that beauty from. Mm. Yeah. And we have that elevation, too. Having that elevation, though, is always helpful and nice. Yeah. It's always interesting because New Mexico is so diverse. Mm-hmm. like down where we were in Roswell. And I think one of our favorite places that we've camped was down near Deming in City of Rocks. Yes. Amazing campground awesome. that we really Volcanoes. love. Volcanoes and volcanic uh, formations. And we learned a lot camping down there because we, we were camping at City of Rocks, which is another dark sky site, which we love. Um, yeah. Beautiful stars at night. And we had run and we had spent a day at Rockhound. State Park, mm-hmm. which is kind of nestled back in the crook of two mountains, and you can just see for miles and miles and miles, and it was gorgeous. And we really learned a different appreciation for uh, that part of New Mexico, although it can get really, really, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a winter destination. <laughs> I think we were down there in April. March, April yeah. last year, and it was 98. Oh, my. And we were in our little tuna fish can our little safari condo <laughs> alto which is made of aluminum and we just could not cool that camp for how fast enough. <laughs> it was so hot but we had a great time in Deming yeah we've loved New Mexico that was another thing I really appreciated about bottomless lakes was it was these gorgeous dark skies and they didn't feel the need to light that campground up like a Christmas tree right I mean they just really celebrate that dark sky experience and so walking around at night was just i saw 12 13 stars it was amazing i no, saw I, dozens of them yeah. i saw 14. Oh, you stayed up later there's another little campground down that way aguilera springs which is right in the oregon mountains off of what's the big sands white sands oh, white, white sands, sands. White yeah. sands. In fact, getting to it, you can't be longer than 25 feet because of the switchbacks. But when you get there, it's all boondocking, and it's right at the foot of the Oregon Mountains. And we were there at the end of winter, I think it was, so there was still snow capped on top of the Oregon Mountains. And they're named that because they look like pipe organs. And it was was such a wonderful spot. It was so quiet and peaceful, no lights. Really a great spot to be in. But don't go there if you're long. <laughs> they say 25 feet. And they mean 25 yep. feet. No. Brian and Patrick just got a new Grand Design fifth wheel. So would you take that there? No. Okay. It's 30 foot. But for my birthday, which was last month, Brian bought a truck tent with a truck mattress, air mattress to go up. But we put it up yesterday to try it, and it's great. Can't wait to get out and do it. So gonna That's what we would take there. We'd pull a little trailer, a little utility trailer with all the camp gear and go on up. That's a great idea. That's That's so funny because we've been tent shopping. Yeah, yeah. So So we can do the same thing. You put it on the ground, run the pipes. Like the fishing poles? Yeah. That's what they remind me of. And then then just pick the whole thing and put it on the truck, strap it under, under the bed of the truck. Awesome. So you're off the ground, but you're still we're covered. Off the ground, we're still mm-hmm. covered. To me, the mattress would be the important part. The mattress right. is the important. The, the other thing is we're we're looking into getting a, a power source, 
a solar charged uh, power source so that we can, if we need to run a little fan, run a little fan <laughs> or some lights. I think you may have a friend who's got at least two jackeries in the garage. So <laughs> welcome to borrow. Oh, he's got two. I've been waiting for one to be dropped off at my front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other one, you, the truck is right outside. We'll just <laughs> but the other place that uh, Mike and I were talking earlier in Hamas, we found is Linda Vista. It's five miles from Hamas Springs and about five miles from the visitor center, the Walatawa uh, Visitor. And there's one site, it's only 14 spots. You go around the corner, and when you go around, there's this little spot. You let it out. Don't but give we away can't tell you. <laughs> and, and the thing is, that you, if you, you back in, and then you have your campsite, and it's wooded all around, and then there's a walkway right down to the river, and right there, there's a bunch of boulders in the river. So all evening, you're hearing the running water of the river of the Hamas. Awesome. I was telling Patrick, Lisa and I were up there because we had been in Hamas and we were driving through and we went through that campground. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the campsite that we identified as, oh, we need to come back up that's there and take the one. Because ah. I could just walk out the back and throw a fly fish, you know, yes. fly right in the river and catch some fish. Nice. Don't show up Friday afternoon <laughs> thinking you're going to get it. <laughs> just saying. I usually go on Wednesday to make sure I have it. And during the summertime, it's a big uh, family place. So you'll get several campers there. And it's a big party on the weekends. Well, and the great thing about the Hamas, if you get up to where Fenton Lake is, yes, and you take, I don't know the road that connects to Cuba, there's a ton of boondocking oh, up yeah. in that area because yeah. it's a huge area for elk and deer hunters during elk and deer season. So there's a ton of area to boondock. There's a lake, San Gregorio Lake. Mm -hmm. It's a hiking only lake. So you got, you know, people just boondocking everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then pulling their little pull-behind boat up this trail to San Gregorio or just bringing their, their rods and rails to go fishing up there. We rode up there, well, we've been up there twice just looking. The last time we went, we almost didn't get out. <laughs> the roads were so icy. Oh. oh. But it was so absolutely gorgeous. The forest was just covered with snow. And, and a lot of wildlife. A lot of wildlife. Lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, oh my. my. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we saw at that wilderness exhibit right we did see yep. lions tigers and bears were there tigers no tigers, no tigers. there are lions a mountain lion yeah mountain, mountain lions. we saw the mountain lion we saw the bobcat yep bobcats we saw the bear. javelinas turtles turtles snakes oh, yeah Tony. well no i missed oh, Tony missed i don't know i must snakes. have been distracted during the snakes going through <laughs> no. thing because the, the only snake i have seen uh, was one rattler and he was dead right outside our campground fresh kill Somebody ran over him or something. He was full. He'd just eaten. And so I told the rangers about him, and they came. And it was interesting. They cut the head off and threw the head one side of the street and the body on the other. But before they did, they cut the rattler off and gave yeah. it to me. So yeah. I have the rattler for that oh. only snake that I've seen. But he looked like he was coming towards our camp. Even a decapitated head, it could still latch down on you. That's what they were telling us. That's why we didn't mess with it. So mount that rattle on an ear hoop, and then we'll be twins, because I've got one. You do? <laughs> I, do. I want to put one. I've got a feather that I bought from a Laguna guy. haven't found anybody to put my snake on, but I realized what I can do is just get a fine drill and drill through yep. the end of it yep. and then put a hoop, yep. and I can put something on And I'm going down to the Native American holiday, which is... This week starts tomorrow. Yeah, the big powwow. The big powwow is next Good. weekend, and 
So I'm hoping to go down there. Maybe. There's a tremendous Native American culture here in New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. There's we so have many pueblos 19 here. pueblos here in, in New Mexico, but we also have Navajo and Apache who are not pueblos. Are there opportunities to visit those? I think they're all open now. Some of them still require you to wear your mask, but most of the pueblos are open now. Acoma is beautiful. Uh, Sky City. Sky City. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And yeah. even Jemez on the Pueblo. And Jemez. They have a nice cultural center where you drive and you can go through and tour. And when is it that they have the lights? Is that around Christmas? Oh. Where they have the whole Jemez in Jemez Springs is all the candelarias, the the mm-hmm. bags oh, with. Yeah. yeah. And then they have the dancing and food and everything else. They have a big cultural thing in the winter where you can go and be part of it. Is that by the Welcome Center? I think yes. it's Light of the yeah. Ruins. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, Light of the Ruins. Ruins. Mm-hmm. Love that place. Yeah. Yeah, no, those, those pueblos are really cool. The Acoma Sky City is incredible. For Tony and Peggy, it's up on a, uh, up on a bluff. Yeah. And they built Sky City up there was because it defensively it was the best position oh. from whomever hundreds of years okay. ago. No bluffing. <laughs> I have a picture of an old Acoma woman, and a friend of mine painted it. Years and years ago, he, he worked for studios in Los Angeles, but he would come to New Mexico every year to paint. And so he painted her, and I had a, a friend who lives across the street now. She came in, she's Akama, and she walked in and said, oh yeah, that's uh and she named her. He said, yeah, she loves to sit on the street and talk to tourists, but she had posed for him, uh, and you should, you should see this picture. The, the detail is so beautiful. But when I was, in 1972, I started college here in Albuquerque at uh, what is St. Pius X now. It used to be the University of Albuquerque. My alma mater. There you go. <laughs> I started college there. It was with Franciscan group. So we went up to the mission up there. That was so fascinating. Akuma is so beautiful. At least last time I was up there 20 years ago, there were still people that lived up in some of those homes too. Oh, they do. Yeah. The, the girl across the street, her family still lives there. Jean oh. is her name, and her family still lives in Alcoma. And we're not talking sticks and bricks. We're talking adobe. straight up adobe. adobe. Really? Oh. That's so cool. Like Taos. The Pueblo in Taos is over a thousand years and is continuously mm-hmm. occupied by Taos Indians. Now, the, the interesting thing, I met a girl who's a Taos at my doctor's office. She no longer lives there because her great-grandfather moved out of the Pueblo. And once you do you lose the right to that home. Huh. It goes to somebody else who's still living there. Because it's owned by the Pueblo. It's owned yeah, by the Pueblo. Taos Pueblo is gorgeous because it's that stereotypical picture you have of Pueblos, of the stacked homes right. with multiple stories, all adobe. It's awesome, yeah. yeah. There's a great, uh, there's a, a campground. When you go up to Taos, you go up to the gorge, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a campground up there that's it's high, it's in the open plains. You can see for just miles and miles and miles. And it's a beautiful place to camp. And you can go right down to the gorge or you can get back on and go the other way to the forest. We boondocked right as you cross the gorge, going towards those uh, earth ship homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can take a couple dirt roads and literally boondock right on the edge of the gorge. Oh, that we were wonderful. sitting there, and you could literally just look straight down. We were watching people paddle boring, kayaking, yeah. everything. Yeah, so you have to lock the doors in case anybody's a sleepwalker. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to walk out, yeah. and the next thing you hear is, ah. <laughs>
Oh, gosh. I'm actually going to have a chance to go to that area, to Taos, and stay at Agua Piedra Campground mm -hmm. with the Girl Camper group in oh, July. That's neat. That's yeah. Neat. So that's, I'll get to see a part of the state that Tony doesn't get to see cause no, because no boys allowed. Yeah, my plumbing, <laughs> my plumbing is inappropriate for the group. Well, always rules and girls drool. <laughs> the Rio Grande is looking pretty high this it year. Is. This yeah. Yeah. When you're up there, the Taos Box, which is right there, is oh, a great place to um, whitewater rafting. Oh, oh. You go, you go right through the gorge under the bridge and you see bighorn oh, sheep up there. Oh, my. And it might be a really good year. You guys might want to plan a whitewater rafting trip. Okay. I read an article a couple of days ago that Navajo Lake, which is up in northern New Mexico, it's in New Mexico and Colorado, it's 16 feet higher than what it was this wow. time last year. And wow. one day it rose like 18 inches. That's good for us. So We've had that, a great year. That yeah. water in the Rio Grande is really going to be flowing. There's a lot of water stuff here. I was surprised when we went to Carlsbad where there's water-related things there. Brantley Lake. Yeah. Pistachios. Bentley. Yeah, yeah. pistachios, yeah. too. We wanted, I tried to get a, a spot there because we were going to come from New Orleans and just go straight over to Carlsbad, but we couldn't get a spot at the park. Just totally booked. Yeah. That's, that's what I was great. We tried the same thing. You did? Because it's always busy, and that's the one I pointed out when we were driving out. I guess you have to you have to book real early. I guess I'm glad we didn't try it. We rearranged our route a little bit in order to meet you guys at Bottomless, Bottomless Lakes. Lakes. Yeah. And so we skipped the Carlsbad stop for this trip. Maybe I should start planning now for whenever we're going to be there <laughs> next time. Yeah, we'll have to go. I mean, that was that was really fun having the group. And, of course, Brian and Patrick hopefully will be not traveling all over next time so they can join us as well we were gallivanting we, we, gallivanting. we have mama obligation yeah. i understand that mama is priority number we one have absolutely and boudin yeah and boudin, and boudin. Well, we have to stop yeah i won't promise anything because this is just how i am but maybe i could give you more than 10 days notice next what? time <laughs> That would work. You'll spoil us. That would work. That would be insane. I can't make any promises. I'm just not that good planner. Another campground that we really enjoyed here is Cosmic Campground. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's southwest. And it is a... The VRLA. It's a, down by the, the large array. And um, it is out in the middle of nowhere. And it is one of the darkest places in the United States. Ooh. And these guys who were astronomers, they set up this campground. And when you go there, it's first come, first serve. And every campsite has concrete pads for telescopes. Oh, wow. And it's a nice. huge astronomy site. And you can also boondock around. Right. Which is what we did. It's, uh, there's no hookups, uh, first come, first serve. But when you're there all night long, there's no white lights are, are allowed. And oh, people man. are out there with their telescopes looking at the sky at night. And... It's a very, very cool place if you like dark skies. I would have to go with this other people because I always want to go out and see the stars. Oh, yeah, I want to go look at the stars. Then I think, open the doors, is lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> I, can't, I can't bring myself to step out of the camera, especially at night. Well, there's a snake down there somewhere, as I know. Okay, we'll <laughs> protect you. You know coyotes ate my shoes, right? Outside oh. the camper. Yeah. Here, here on the property. Yeah, here actually at our... <laughs> here at your house. Coyote ate my shoe. Monday night after we finished dinner or whatever, and we went our separate ways, I was cleaning up, 
and uh, about a two-inch long scorpion came running uh -huh. out from underneath my propane. Solar yeah, I where, where I was that? That was at the. That was a bottomless lake. Oh bottomless yeah. Lakes. I've got friends who find scorpions in their bathtubs. And they've got towels along the doors to keep them out. Oh, dear. But they come in anyway. Found a mouse in the bed of our truck, too. He yeah, looked that's odd. He looked at me. We said hello. And then I went about my thing. And I was like, I'll deal with him later. And then I never found him again. I wonder how he got up in there. Oh, they do. My friends have a 25-foot airstream. And they went in one day because they don't camp year-round. They... They camp two or three weeks a year, I guess. <laughs> They're seasonal campers. Yeah, and it's only yeah. one season. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they went in, and they pulled the drawers where all silverware and all that stuff was. Rat nests. Oh, boy. Mice nests, uh, field mice nests. Had eaten wires. Uh, they had to scrub down the entire thing. Oh, dear. Yeah, we're going to change the subject because this is one of my most giant fears in the world is mice and rats. <laughs> get, get cats. With the smell of Tony's brisket cooking out back, I'm I know you have some coyotes out I there. I thought we were going to have a, a porch full of coyotes when we yeah. woke up this well, morning. Yeah, we were actually concerned leaving it overnight. We're like, I wonder if it's so hot if they go to the barbecue, if they'll like, not open it and fortunately it survived the night now the porch the back porch is going to smell like brisket because when i pulled it out of the smoker i spilled a bunch of the juice on the wood so, so now the wood yeah, they'll, be right here, yeah. oh, they'll be here yeah they'll be here they'll be here yeah so we mentioned i think we mentioned el moro mm -hmm. right so there's the el moro monument that has the campsite within the ancient way campground there when you walk behind they have the ancient way walk that's a walk all the way up to the top of the mountain. You can go to the top of the mountain behind there, and all along there they have sculptures that people do with all kinds of cans, spoons, mm. whatever knives, they find. Oh, chains, whatever they find. Whatever they find. And it's, it's just sculptured all the way up. And there's even a swing. You get way up there, there's a swing that you can sit in and overlook huh. the whole area in the back. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful place. We're going. I'm going. I'm going again. I have a good friend who lives up there. Now, I know that there has been a time that Brian and Patrick, you told us, and we were not around to go with you, but you went to Elephant Butte. Oh, well, we've been there a couple times. Elephant Butte is good. Don't go during the summer because it's packed with boaters and kids. Ah. But if you go during the winter, we've been up there twice and it's quiet and you just look over the lake. And that's one of the reasons we bought the trailer we did. Because now it has the dinette in the back with oh, round yeah, windows. You mm -hmm. So you get up there and you back in, and all you see is the lake and the mountains on the other side. It's a beautiful place to go. But don't go when in busy season because it's loaded with kids. Okay. Yeah, the buttes are no-no during the summertime. Oh, yeah. So maybe we should go around as a kind of drawing to a conclusion and just everyone say your favorite place to go in New Mexico. And I'm taking a list so that I can plan our next few trips. Yeah. Well, hopefully everybody can join. Next few yeah. group trips? Yeah. Group trips, yes. Yes, yes. 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 absolutely. Yeah. And a new campfire. Yeah. New campfires. We love just northern New Mexico. No one place in specific. Red River, that area. Mm -hmm. Cuesta, that area. is just, it's stunning. So that would be my go-to area. And that is sort of a summertime destination because it's up and yep. higher and colder, right? Yep. So yeah, trees and Late that spring, sort of summer, up through probably mid-October, first part of November. Okay. Yeah. We didn't even talk about this one, but one that I'm hoping to do this fall 
and we're hoping somebody can join us as we really want to do Chama. Oh. Because Chama, New Mexico, it's northwest, it's up towards Colorado. They get a ton of snow in the winter, but there's good trout fishing, and we really want to go because the old train from Chama goes up to San Antonito, up through the mountains with the foliage, and, and we've heard it's just absolutely beautiful. So we had talked to you about that. Yeah. We're, we're planning on doing that this fall. So Okay. You had me What's a train. the lake up there? There's Outside of Chama, there's a dam. And I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I don't know. Because we camped there, and we drove into Chama. Yep. It's not Abiquiu, is it? It's not Abiquiu. We've been there, and that's nice, too. But this one here is just, it's really gorgeous. you got to go up and cross the dam. Is it Navajo Lake? Yeah, it could be yeah, Navajo okay. Lake. Because we ended up, we took the road going to it, and all of a sudden the road said, Oh, highway ends. You're <laughs> on the Apache Unpaved road next 18 miles. 18 miles all the way up. And then we got up there, and there's the dam. And there's this right turn, and I don't mean a curb, a right turn that, degree that, angle. You, that you have to go, and you can barely fit across the dam to get to the lake. Wow. And, and, but it's right outside of Chama. We want to do that. Well, we knew if we wanted to get Peggy and Tony, especially Tony, if we can combine camping sure, and sure. trains. Oh, you're golden. Yeah, you're, yeah that's absolutely. it. There you go right there. I do have a one-track mind. Oh, yeah. But camping is my favorite way to get sidetracked. (laughs) Favorites? One of the other places we went that we really liked was Silverton, Colorado. We went and we stayed in the National Forest. Before you get to Silverton, there's a National Forest and you just turn down. And it's boondocking and it's woods and a river. Very, very nice place. Silverton is great. We did the million dollar road up to yep. uh, Ure. Ure. Yeah. That was awesome. And then we tried to do the Ophir Trail in a Ford F two fifty. Michael tried that too? No, we've we've we done the Ophir Pass. Oh, you did? In yeah. a Jeep? No, in a Pathfinder. And we dropped down Pathfinder. into the little town of Ophir. Yeah. It's actually not even a town, it's just a community. Mm-hmm. There was kids and it's a dirt road. And there's kids selling lemonade right at the entrance. <laughs> now, do they call it that? Because you go there and you go, oh, for Pete's sake, why oh, did I get it? What was our favorite? What would you say would be our favorite? In New Mexico. In New Mexico. In New Mexico, for me, it's going to be a toss-up between City of Rocks and, if we don't have that much time, Vista Linda. Vista Linda. Yeah, Vista Linda. Because that's so, I mean, hour and a half tops and you're there. Okay. Oh, that's nice out here because everything is far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are just beautiful. But Taos is, you know, we stayed at a campground up in Taos in the uh, National Forest there. And that was the only place I've seen a bear. Ah. <laughs> and he ran across. Walking down the road. Going from one house to the next. <laughs> Begging. This was a pushy bear. <laughs> Begging for picnic It was more baskets. like a suck. <laughs> you got any snacks? Hey, uh, I'm really looking for some porridge. Yeah, yeah. Then I want to sleep it off, but I don't want a bed to be too hard or too soft. <laughs> it has to be just right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if there's too many bad places to camp. In New Mexico. They're very different. Sure, There's yeah, a lot of different It just really depends on the time of year you go to yeah. each mm-hmm. one, depending exactly. on Elephant Butte. Do not go there in the summer. Don't go in the summer. Too crowded. Um, so we actually stayed in the campground up in Bernalillo, right by the... Oh, yeah. Coronado. Um, Coronado. 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 Yep, That's right where we met you. Right. Site. 
By Bosque Brewery. Yes, by Bosque Brewery. And we, over last summer, we lived there a total of about a month and never went to the historic site. That's embarrassing to yeah, admit. Right. But we were busy house hunting in our defense. And going to the Bosque Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even that, what you guys showed us was that, I mean, we camped because we knew we needed to uh, not use our facilities all the time because they had water and electric but they don't have sewer and we didn't want to have to hook up too many times while we were there but the sites that have less hookups i think but they're right overlooking the river oh yeah that's where you guys were there's a site and it overlooks the river (laughs) i'm just saying It, it overlooks the river and it's just beautiful but then there's site a which a little bit further, there's an A and B that are yeah. right together, then there's a cooking place, mm-hmm. and then there's C and D or whatever. But A, I got in there, I took, I took a long time to park the trailer, and guys came up and said, do you need some help? Said, no, no, I know exactly how I want it, because I wanted to put my trailer so that it was angled, so that when you looked out, when you sat outside, all you saw were the fields, or the prairie or whatever, the desert on the other side of the river and stuff. It was gorgeous. Yeah. There were quail, there were roadrunners all over the place. It's great. So you don't really think of that as a destination necessarily because it's right there in town. Right. Yeah. But it was a great little Yeah, campsite. and you overlook the Rio Grande. And I took a walk every day, and I'd walk over to the like non-hookup part where a lot more tents are, but there's also space for trailers and stuff. Right. So it's a great kind yeah. of little secret place right in the town. And if you go, like, during the fall, there's all the ducks, geese that are floating down the river. Oh. It it really is nice. I don't like those guys. They always make wise quacks. Uh, Oh, jeez. I will say one final thing. Our our favorite place is a starting point to get up north, and we've talked about this, is the uh, Harvest Host, the Wines of the San Juan. Mm -hmm. We really, really, really like it there outside of Aztec. Because yep. they have power, they have water, oh. and they have wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And yes. beautiful cottonwood trees. Yeah. Yeah. And where is it? East of Aztec, New Mexico. Yeah. We stayed at a winery in New Mexico also. We stayed at a winery in Las Cruces. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a harvest. And that was, they had music and good wine yeah. and food. They had tacos. Of course, we didn't even talk about green chili. Well, about chilies. That's <laughs> <laughs> another topic That's, for another yeah. day. I want to go to Hatch. I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah just I'd go. love to go to Hatch. Our daughter goes to Las Cru- New Mexico State in Las Cruces. Okay. Yeah. So the last two years, we swing through Hatch and get our chili. So oh, we man. at Bottomless Lakes, we still would drive like sixty miles or something to go to Rudosa. So it's not like you have to camp on Hatch. You just have to camp somewhere in a driving vicinity to go spend a day there. But if you're going to City of Rocks, you go right through. You go right through Hatch. You go right okay. through. We've been through so many times. And I keep telling Brian, I'd like to stop here sometime. He just keeps trying. <laughs> <laughs> One final, final thing is we do want to explore the Gila, which is down in the Silver City area. We've done that. Yeah. We really want to get down there. We love Silver you. City. That's a fun little we city. We love Silver City. Yeah. The KOA there is very nice. It's not, it's KOA. But when you're there, we've done it. We were here many, many years ago in the, uh, we had a motor coach. 
and we had we pulled a Saturn, and we took a Saturn all the way up into the mountains. We went to visit one of the mines. I uh, went to the mines. Oh. Okay. Driving down this road, and there's no and inn, and it's a one-way. coming way. in the other direction. <laughs> Tell Brian, look to the right, look to the right, keep looking to the right. <laughs> and then you get up there, how do you turn around to get out of here? <laughs> but it's beautiful up in that area. There's lots of good exploring to do in New Mexico. There's so many varied kind of environments and locations and it's a drive there's a lot of distance in between a lot of places because it's such a big state mm -hmm. but it's so diverse and there's so many fun places to see yeah. we have been so fortunate to have met all of you and spent time with all of you and your outstanding tour guides and phenomenal friends and we're that's just we're very grateful for all of you in our Have lives. Have you Buddha shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Take it off right now. <laughs> Throw another log on the fire and check that brisket. Yeah. All That's right. right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for hanging Thank out you. with us around our campfire and just having a campfire chat. We love it. Maybe we'll get to do this again. Maybe not from our own home, but from a campground would be kind of fun, too. Yeah, let's go check out the brisket. It's pretty close. I've been watching it on my phone. All right. All right. I'm so inspired. I'm so excited for many, many adventures, you know, with our friends or by ourselves or whatever. So thank you to Michael and Mickey and Mike and Lisa and Patrick and Brian. Thank you guys all so much for all of the great destinations that you were willing to share. And don't worry, Brian, I did zip out the site number that Patrick accidentally gave away. Oh. <laughs> you might have noticed. <laughs> and another group that we really are appreciative of, of course, it's all of the people who listen to the podcast. And that it's, would be a pretty decent-sized city if you put them all together, which would be kind of a fun camping trip. The others are the people who have stepped up to be sponsors and of course one of those we talk about now every week which is abc upfitters and when we go about choosing people that we talk about it's companies or services that we truly appreciate enjoy and believe in absolutely there's recently been information in the media about some companies that have turned out to be less than reputable. And so we're really careful not to work with companies that we don't typically use ourselves. Right. And as you may know, 50 days on the road in our Rockwood Mini Light, and we have the ABC Upfitters power package installed in that. And it just performed remarkably well. So we were able to spend a lot of those 50 nights without being hooked up, boondocking in different places and not having to be concerned about if it gets too warm, can we turn the air conditioner on for a minute? Can I microwave some soup? <laughs> Any of those things. With ABC Upfitters power package, we were good to go. It really changes the game in how you plan your RV adventures and really opens up boondocking and off-grid camping. But as we said, I think last week, there were instances where we were at campgrounds and the power went out. Yeah. And we were like, eh, so what? You know, right. we'll just we'll just sit here and, and use our battery system. It really changes the game. And some of the upfits that they're doing, I've been really impressed how they engineer these systems in some of these smaller <laughs> yeah. trailers. Last week was a escape trailer, which is similar to like a casita that they put a system in. I mean, it's just been pretty impressive 
how these engineered solutions are installed. It's also impressive to see some of those pictures of Mike getting into some of those places (laughs) (laughs) where they've designed for the system to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So anyway, if you're looking to upgrade your off-grid capabilities, give ABC Upfitters a call. They'll, They'll be happy to answer questions and all of that. Also, you know, other partners that we have, if you look at our discounts and deals, those are deals on things that we use ourselves or really believe in. So that's another place to look if you're here in the RV space or camping space. Something to look at on our website. And also on our website, we have links to the stories and videos and podcasts that we know will help you get the most out of your RV experience. Yeah. So visit the website. Also, by the way, you could sign up for our free weekly newsletter. (laughs) It'll be a pop-up on your first visit. But if you have visited before and forgot to sign up at the bottom of every page, you get another opportunity. Sign up for the newsletter. And as we say, we're not going to sell it or give it away or anything like that. We just use it to keep in touch with you. You'll also find the show notes for this episode, which is number 200 on the podcast page at stressescamping.com. And boy, there are a bunch of links to campgrounds and such that everybody shared. So it's going to be a lot of links this week. Yeah, lots of links. And you know, we're all in the social places. And you might have noticed we kind of skipped some features today because, well, we're still celebrating. So, (laughs) But you still can answer those questions of the week on our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. (gasps) Or you could go to all those other social places, Facebook and Instagram and all that, and you can find the links to those at the top right of stresslesscamping.com so that when you're done with the website, you can still get more stressless camping. Wow, that would be great. (laughs) On the subject of the podcast, remember always that a review will help others find this podcast. And of course, the more listeners, the more awesome guests we can get and better deals and discounts, that kind of thing. So uh, thank you to those of you who have left a review And here's your invitation if you have not. And if you have left a review and you still want to help, anything that you see on the website or on Facebook or something, if you will share that with your friends, maybe more people will come join the party. And as we said, more listeners means more great episodes. Well, thank you for being with us. Some of you have been with us since the first episode. Oh my gosh. So... Thank you. But even the first timers, welcome. And to everybody, happy camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping. Throw another log on the fire and check that brisket.